Hey everybody, this is Kevin from 808s and Pod Breaks. Just to let you know that starting now, we're going to be doing a new series where we're actually going to be talking to a lot of hip hop fans that we know, specifically writers, you know, artists, people who really indulge in the genre and speak to them about their favorite rapper. And today we have Cormac. And who are we going to talk about, Cormac? Well, it has to be Little Sims. Just got oh, Little Sims. Great artist, man. Great artist. So, so tell me, when did Little Sims first come onto your radar? Like, when did you first really listen to Little Sims? It's funny. Um, I've always done these things, like uh, yearly playlists, where I would just uh, curate, like, playlists yearly based on songs that would grab my attention. Um, but they would be from artists I'd heard of, artists that came across me from different playlists, artists I just um, loved for years. And I remember back when Grey Area came out. Okay. So this was um, a few years ago now. I remember distinctly um, two of her songs made on my playlist. So as these would have been the singles, this would have been one, Selfish. Okay. And two, can you name the other one, can you? 101 FM? 101 FM. And Love that song. It was, it was a 101 FM that caught my ear immediately. But I remember it Selfish caught my ear for a different reason. And it wasn't until after the fact that I had seen Sims live, I connected the dots and realized these two songs I loved separately were from the same artist. So mm -hmm. that's, when, that's when I kind of had that eureka moment. These two songs, they're quite different. One's like a old school London rap um, like jam, and one's like a love ballad. Um, you could see these from like two completely vastly different artists and um, mm -hmm. different uh, points of their careers and they'd be highlights um whenever i saw sims live i was like oh wait she did both these songs that's the mark of a true artist i think whenever you can pinpoint um that they've done two different styles and excelled them so well uh, and as i said it was that that was that sort of eureka moment where i was like oh shit, she's the real deal mm -hmm. and from then on out i've kind of been hooked oh so. yeah man like i feel that that's is what the reason why i love Lil sim so much like just seeing her be able to just fluctuate and try so many different things from like some of that afrofusion production that we get on occasion especially on that new album and you know like that old school kind of rap that you said from the uk or london that was 101 FM, like, she's just spitting bars on bars on bars on that track. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, she can out-rap just about anybody, but then whenever she wants to, she can just sit back and actually just groove out, which is mm -hmm. a great thing. She doesn't have to um, flex if she doesn't want to, but she that's a, a integral to her sort of dynamic as well. For a little sandwich, you've got, like, the flexing, you've got the... Mm -hmm. uh, braggadocious you've got that i'm the queen but then you've also got the the humanity the symbiote as a person like you know she says um uh 
am I simbiered or am I the, per the rapper or am I the person? Which is yep. like, you see that in a lot of the top tier artists, you get like the rap persona, but then if you're lucky enough, they let you into kind of who they are underneath their persona. And the great thing about Simbi is she's able to like flick between those two um, sort of pillars so well. And, you know, a lot of the time you're not even sure if there is one or the other, if it's just the same, it's just mm. the, the one human being, which is just the mark of um, whenever you're not even able to see the two distinct halves as, uh, as halves, but as just like a part of the one, that's what makes it all the more interesting and compelling, I think. Yep. And so you said you've seen Sims a few times live. What was your favorite performance? Okay, yeah, well, I've seen Sims. Uh, live back in 2017-18 and this okay. was just uh, I just I caught Sims um, at a festival so this was on a day where I would have seen like 10-15 other artists at the same time and as I said I knew uh, Sims vaguely from just the single, singles that I caught so I knew her from 101FM I knew yep. her from uh, selfish, and I knew that her track Venom had been picking up a lot of um, buzz in the UK as well, because that's the one where she just goes all out. Mm -hmm. um, and so I made sure to catch Sim. I was, I was always going to catch her, but seeing Sim live is what took her from being like, okay, yeah, I like this, to being this is an artist I need to watch, like absolutely. So I saw Sims at the Longitude Festival in Dublin, so it was, um, and immediately she stood out. Favourite of the festival, without a doubt. Uh, the live backing band mixed with just how much of a presence she is on that stage blew me away. And like, there's a reason I'm here today, and that's reason is because I saw her on that day yeah so she's not been that has not left my mind rarely since uh, I'd say weekly I go on to YouTube and look up videos of her doing uh, what of him and Venom live just to try and get that sort of some of that high back but it's the one time I've seen her live in person I would love to go back unfortunately I couldn't get tickets to her most recent tour here in uh, Ireland, but you better bet I'm going. If she comes back, I'll be the first one to oh, get no doubt. I feel that I was going to see her back in May, but she had to cancel her tour because, you know, it's understandable the life of an independent artist. Yeah. But it's going to be dope whenever I get a chance to see her. But now, you know, mm. let's listen to a little bit of uh, 101 FM. Just another black boy in a system, do a time it been But he had a heart for the gold, good intent with a smile so big He did, So Corn, what would you say is your favourite album by Sims? It has to be a grey area for me um, I mean, it always helps whenever it's the album that made you fall in love with an artist And sort of meets you at a time in your life when you're like Trying to discover a new artist and kind of fall in love with the medium itself, um, which is kind of what Sims means to me as well, I suppose. Sort of a, a point in my time where it's kind of figuring out 
what hip hop meant, I suppose, to me. Uh, and sounds was a huge stepping stone and sort of finding the sound that I love most and I'm not embracing that. Um, but I think gray area for me is sort of the sweet spot. So it gets that dynamic I mentioned earlier where you can see both parts for battling it out to become sort of the one part of her that she's most proud of. But then I think there's also that edge to it, the sort of like hunger, the sort of um, growth that she's still sort of looking for more and more, both from herself and from um, the outside world to notice her. Um, I love uh, Simbi, I love sometimes I might be introvert, but there's like a cinematic flair to it that gray area is just a lot more grounded, I think. Gray area mm -hmm. is just a lot more um, raw, not in the sense that it's less polished, it's definitely polished, but I think uh, Simbi can definitely I feel more self-conscious in terms of this is a work of art or I know I'm a work of art uh, and I have to live up to this, um, which I kind of, I appreciate that aspect too. Um, it reminds me a lot of the latest Kendrick album actually, and Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers in terms of, I know that I'm a work of art and I know that people are going to be expecting a work of art. So how do I deal with that? which in itself, there's like an interesting uh, like paradox there, there's an interesting conundrum there mm -hmm. to deal with. But um, for me, it's like choosing your favorite kid at the end of the day. It is like, that's just me trying to be critical in a sense of like, how can I choose something that pips the post for gray area over Simbi? And it comes down to gray area is when I find sounds, so it can't be beat. It just can't be beat. Yeah. I mean, her flows are just dynamic on, on the gray area, man. It's it's ridiculous. And like you were saying, like, one of the big things about Simbi was that, you know, there's, this, there's a cinematic motif on the production. Like, everything just feels like that work of art, like you said. And I always feel like Little Sims 2 has always been just more than her skill presents itself on the surface. Like... For example, like uh, Stillness in Wonderland, she explores a lot of the industry and identity, some of her introversion. Like, is that some of the stuff that also gravitated towards you, like just the thematics of her work? Of course. Uh, I mean, she's always been a very um, personal artist. She's always been um, an artist that sort of gets at something beyond just what you'd expect to see in rap music. Um, I don't want to get ahead of you in terms of questions, but um, if I had to pinpoint a favorite Sims song, um, I, this isn't a song I've listened to the most, but in terms of favorite ones, um, her song Sherbert Sunset off of Grey mm -hmm. Area. So this is, um, it's a track, uh, Except, I guess you could call it a concept track. It's all about um, the result, a bad breakup, and how she reacts to that, and 
her sort of response and how she took it internally. And I swear, whenever I tell you, it's one of the tracks that makes you just feel it deep in your soul. The pain, mm -hmm. the regret, like um, the thing that strikes me most about that track, and I guess I suppose it strikes me about Sims in general, is how vulnerable she lets herself be on that track. She's an mm -hmm. extremely vulnerable artist. Um, we've gone, we've talked a bit about how um, confident she is. Like she always, one thing that strikes every listener about Sims is how confident she is. She how bold oh, of she course. Is. Um, but then, like any true artist worth their salt, she can then back that up with uh, the honesty and the openness to be like, this is when I was wrong, or this is whenever I um, actually showed a moment of weakness and they're able to open themselves up and show that side, show that humility and let us know that they're not, we, we maybe put them on a pedestal, but they're not, when it comes to it, they're not any different than you and I. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what sort of sets her apart from the fold to me. Uh, with Sims, you can see the sort of smoke and mirrors in a sense, and you can see past it, but that's only because she lets you see past it. She lets us mm -hmm. see what's underneath all of that as well. Um, and then can just turn around and tell you she's the best, most boss bitch in the world, and you believe her too. So. Oh, of course, man. Like, that's the thing. Like you're saying, man, she has that kind of level of relatability that just gravitates you towards her. Like, listen, I have honestly related to way more stuff Lil Sims has rapped about than Migos. So it's like, you see the, the correlating difference in style, like, you know. Absolutely. And it's always about speaking your truth. Yeah, I mean, with Sims as well, a lot of it can come down to um, authenticity. She's a very authentic artist to her roots and to where she comes from. That comes through in the music. Uh, a lot of the most recent one, sometimes it might be introvert, is grounded in that. Um, the tracks uh, like Point and Kill, mm -hmm. you can see the sort of um, African roots there and the influences. Um, which absolutely, it's great for like the flavor of the trains and it's great for like the groove, getting people up and dancing, but it absolutely mm. uh, paints a picture of who she is. Uh, just from the beginning, you can just see a whole life's uh, worth of influences and where she's come from, uh, just in sort of the sounds and textures of that she uses in those tracks and that helps 100%. 100% mm -hmm. um, sort of not just paint that picture but put you right there with her um, in the foreground of who she is and why she is um, the artist that she is and the person that she is because um, you can almost smell the flavours you can almost taste the flavours and just because mm -hmm. they are so pungent every time yeah you know, that's not easy. Oh, exactly. And it's not even easy just to even expand beyond your own comfort zone while, you know, while you still can add your own little levels of relativity into the music. Like, she's able to sort of expand on, beyond just that. Like, you know, with on Simbi, she has woman. 
which is sort of very empowering and sort of has some reflections on just her on her growth and character and just these radiant women that she surrounds herself with that sort of like boast that confidence that give her that sense of I can do it I can be the best as well like and you can be the best as well like you know it's there is a beautiful glowing like production within this is that just really drives home what sims is trying to get at with in that song woman yeah i'd agree one thing she's great at is in tracks like women obviously women it's a sort of soaring ballad for it's all they have in the title it's a soaring ballad for all women of all shapes and sizes relatability so it's the little pockets of real specificity that then turn around into universality because then the listener uh, is like, oh yeah, I actually see that in me or I actually see that in my uh, mother and my sister. I see that in my girlfriend all the time. Uh, and that's the sort of triggers that you don't see a lot of the time where you're actually like, oh yeah, that's happened to me in my childhood or as the kind of woman that I've looked up to from mm-hmm. my whole life. Uh, and that's the sort of... Um, it'll bridges the barrier between the artist and the listener that you just, it's becoming rarer and rarer these days. And that's why she's such a unique gem and such a find to me. Speaking of, so when you try to, you know, play some of her music or recommend her to your friends, how have they responded after playing a song or two? Okay, well, that one's interesting because there is a stigma about the female rapper, um, especially the modern female rapper, in terms of that's just a roadblock in and of itself. People will uh, rub their noses, they'll sit, they'll shake their heads. It's just already sort of a hurdle to get over. So. In my experience, it's by and large a reaction of shock. What I what I've um, my sort of game plan with Sims has been not to tell them too much about her and just let them go in without any expectations and let them get their minds blown. So don't tell yeah. them uh, that she's from uh, London. Don't tell them. Uh, don't tell them she's a, she's a she and let them learn for themselves. And I guess it depends uh, what sort of vibe, you know, someone will be more taken to. If I know oh, someone, if I know someone uh, is more keen for the fast flows and, you know, the all out braggadocia, Venom is the way to go. Venom oh, is the one that uh, will just knock your socks off. Fuck those who don't believe. They will never want to admit I'm the best here from the mere fact that I've got ovaries. It's a woman's world, so to speak. Pussy, you sour. Never giving credit where it's due because you don't like pussy in power. Venom. I'd say you're um, still a rap fan. I've had a few friends take to Venom like that. Uh, whereas... If I'm trying to get someone in who's maybe 
less uh, they're less approachable towards modern rap music and I don't want to put them off with just uh, fast flows and um, big raps. Selfish has been a winning game in my experience. So Selfish is the kind of old soulful kind of jam my parents would have uh, loved to listen to growing up. So I've been happy to report that I've played uh, Selfish in the car to both my mother and my father <laughs> has gone down to rising results, which is few and far between in terms of modern hip hop that goes well over with my parents who, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say uh, they're overly conservative when it comes to the music they listen to, but uh, rap is just, it takes that extra oomph to get their ears pricked up, do you know what I mean? So yeah. Lil Sims has got the approval of the over 50s in my house, so I think that's about the best uh, sort of advertisement I could give, to be honest. That's yeah, a great advertisement, man. Better than what I got when I tried. Uh, I did make the mistake of telling every my friends and my cousin, she's from the UK, because the first thing they're going to think of when I say that is, oh, somebody who makes music more... <laughs> drill pop well not poppy but more drill and more accessible like skepta or wiley or some of the more prominent male leading artists in the uk and then i was the one i played for i think i, I didn't I, I gave him two songs i think the second one i played was definitely 101 fm but after i played the first song which i'm trying to remember which it's probably going to kill me just for forgetting it but after like 30 seconds, they're like, man, turn off this whack shit. And I was like, damn, all right, let me just try one more time. One more time. <laughs> let me play something different. So when I, you know, when they put on a 101 FM, you hear her with like the more slick flows, the more like verse driven, like 16, chorus 16 kind of songs. And they started vibing with that instead of like, but I still can't get them to listen to a full album, but <laughs> it's just very, uh, eventually, you know. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's also one hell of an artist. Well, listen, I'm I'm glad you were able to sit down with us to talk with her for a bit. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Anytime. Um, nothing at the moment. Um, just my letterbox is my name, so Cormac McNamee. And if you want to follow me in there, I'd be happy to follow you back. All righty. And what kind of song you want us to head out on, Cormac? What's an underrated Sims track? Oh, I, I know. Bill Sims' underrated track is called, what's it called? It's a play on Bart Simpson. So it's, it's Bars Simpson, I want to say it's called. Have you heard this one? I want to say I have. It's been a while. All righty, Cormac, it was a pleasure, man. Yeah, anytime. All righty. Have a good one. Niggas is lost, pay me to talk to the boss You ask for quality, why are you watching the cost? Spend all your money on Gucci, why are you stunting? I just roll up in Lacoste Many get ready to all floss, trying to be heavy to weight loss Give me a second to break locks, buckling bangers I make lots Here and I'm ready to take shots, bringing it to me and ain't lost stuff.